Publisher Podcast, Episode 27. I love numbers that end with seven. Uh, That's just a random thought, but I am going to be talking about one of my favorite subjects today, which is book launches. And we got a great question from a listener, so I'm going to be um, answering that question today and talking to you about how you can make your virtual and live book launch events more fun. Uh, make sure that you head on over to womeninpublishingsummit.com forward slash events and register for our webinar, which is actually tomorrow. If you're listening to this on the day it launches, uh, today is May 18th, 2021. The webinar will be May 19th, 2021. And yes, there will be a recording if you cannot attend live. So head right on over to womeninpublishingsummit.com forward slash events. Make sure that you Uh, grab a hold of this registration and get in there because we have so many great tips for book launches. Today, I'm only covering a very small part, which is actually the launch day. So enjoy the show. Welcome to the Publish Her Podcast, a place where you can come to get inspiration, motivation, help, encouragement, and support in your journey to write, publish, and sell your book. Hosted by Alexa Bigwarf. Okay, so I absolutely love it when we get questions from our email subscribers and our um, our newsletter subscribers, people in our group, and people who listen to the podcast. So don't ever hesitate if you have a question that you want to ask us. I am more than happy to answer them either through the podcast or through one of our webinars or through an email or other places. So the other day we got an email asking the following question. What are the best ways to make a book launch interactive and interesting if you're doing both virtual and in person? And this is such a great question because one, I think that um, COVID has forever changed the way we will be doing our events. Um, I think that we've seen the impact of being able to do virtual events and it's fun because our friends and family and readers and followers who can't necessarily travel Um, either internationally or even to the state next door, depending on where they are, Um, they can attend your live events, but they still want to participate and are still a big part of helping you promote the event. We've actually been doing virtual book launches since long before COVID, but during this particular um, timeframe where it was pretty much the only option, we learned some new tools and added some things to our events that made them even more fun and interactive. So I'm going to go through some examples of what has happened in virtual events um, and virtual book launches and also give you some ideas for some live events answering this question of how to make it more fun and interactive. Okay, so first of all, one of the things we do with all of our book launches is we start a, a, a book launch page, or I'm sorry, a book launch group, a group for advanced readers to go into. So this is important because as people are signing up for your ARC or for, or for whatever opt-in you're giving them on your website, um, you can create an events page where you direct people to join your advanced launch team, all of those kinds of things, reader teams, whatever you want to call it. But we start growing this group as early as we can to um, have a place and space where we can start talking about 
about what's coming up with the book. It's a great place where authors can post updates on what's happening. You can ask for feedback. You can give the links to your Goodreads giveaways or to your advanced review copy or anything you want to do. But you're creating a space and a place where people are going to get excited with you. So then we use that group to be able to um, create an event, which we put on the Facebook business page as well. So if you don't have a Facebook business page or you don't know how to use it at this point, at a minimum, you can put your events on there of what's up and coming so that your followers can see what's going on. But we create an event Um, about book launch day and depending on what all is happening on book launch day we'll create multiple events or at least set it for the whole day and give ideas of what's happening throughout the day so you have a couple of options with your virtual book launch event what we've seen work really well for people is because of the fact that you have friends followers readers family in generally in different time zones and spread out around or are working or doing other things that doesn't make them all available at one time is that we will do a couple of events throughout the day. So one of my favorite book launches was the launch of a book called Rupert's Snowmen by Philippa Warden. This is a children's book um, about a snowy day adventure, which if you are listening to this later in the year and looking for a great children's book, um, this is a wonderful book to have for the holidays. But I digress. Um, One of the fun things that she did was she planned activities throughout the day on her Facebook um, event, in her Facebook event, in her group, live on her page so that everybody could see it even if they weren't part of her group. And she had different activities. She had a Q&A session with her son that inspired the book. She had a session where she went over all of the fun tools that she created for her book launch, um, the beautiful things that she had created, these beautiful spoons with her characters painted on them, um, activities for children because her book focus around, focuses around the idea of empathy. So she had empathy goggles and she showed everyone about them. She had Rupert um, read the book, uh, which was great fun. And she did periodic things like this throughout the day. Uh, Philippa did not wind up doing a, um, a an evening event, which you can or choose to or not do. That's absolutely fine. And I'll talk about those in just a minute. But she provided multiple opportunities through the day where her community could choose from different time slots to come in and engage and interact. And it was a lot of fun. And she had great attendance at these. And people really had the opportunity to learn more about her, more about the book, uh, more about what she had going on. And it just gave a lot of opportunities for us to share about that book. So another author, um, Val, Valerie, who just launched her book, Pat a Pillow, which is a book about another children's book. Um, they aren't all children's book examples, by the way. So hang on if you're not a children's book author. But she wrote a book um, about their experiences with uh, delayed um, hearing loss with one of her daughters and what happened. So she thought really outside of the box. She partnered with different organizations. Um, she interviewed the audiologist that they'd been working with with. So they went to the audiologist's office and they did a live interview with her. Um, She did some interviews with other people. She participated in a panel about hearing loss. So she just had one activity after the other that was broadcast live on her Facebook group and and shared everywhere. And then she also did an evening event. 
Um, so most of our authors will try and do at least something throughout the day, even if it's not a live video, post about a giveaway. We generally run a big giveaway on Instagram, which wraps up on launch day, other things like that that are driving traffic to the things that you're doing. Um, and then the evening virtual events are so much fun, especially using a tool like Zoom to bring people into your world with you. So there's a lot of different ways that you can make the Zoom event interactive. So when our when our author Carol Parker launched the fish dress, she had a lovely event set up. Um, she had someone help her uh, do some music. So when people came in, there was a lovely landing page that was shared on the screen. She had some fun music playing in the background. Uh, she had several guests who came in and talked about the book, talked about her process. She had her editor there with her. And then um, we did some giveaways. We did a Q&A session. And of course, she read an excerpt from the book. So there's lots of different ways that you can play around with the schedule to make it fun and, and, and engaging for people. And the people who are going to show up to your Zoom event, they're interested in these things. They wanna know what your process was like. They wanna know the challenges that you had along the way. They wanna know, um, they wanna ask you questions. Like if it's a fiction book, lots of people had questions about the characters in her book. They wanted to know if it was based on true people. They wanted to know all these things. So we encourage you to schedule a Zoom event, and even if you only purchase Zoom, a full Zoom so that you can have all the bells and whistles for one month, it's like $15 a month and you can just cancel it after your book launch event. So it's not a huge investment, but it's worth it for some of the extra tools that having the, the professional uh, Zoom account allows you, which includes streaming live onto Facebook so that if people don't join you in the event, they can watch it live on Facebook and that drives more traffic and all of those things. So... Um, it's great if you find someone who can be kind of like your host, your co-host, and, and introduce you and ask you the questions that people have and all of those things. Also take a little bit of pressure off of you. We highly encourage you to do some type of, of, an, of a reading, of an excerpt. People love that. And then we do giveaways. So we you can set up your event so that people have to register in advance. And when they register for that meeting, you can see all the names in advance so that you can be prepared. We use a tool called Wheel of Names. You can find it at wheelofnames.com. And we enter in all the names of the people who register in advance uh, to save us some time during the event. And then periodically, we'll do a giveaway. And it's so fun because you can share your screen and everybody can watch the wheel spinning and landing on the name. And it's just, that is fun and interactive and people people get really into the, the Wheel of Names um, tool through it. So again, um, on these virtual events, uh, you can come up with a theme. Um, Emily a. Myers, who just uh, launched her book, The Truth About Unspeakable Things, she did a really fun um, drink-themed event. So because her book is set in New Orleans and she loves New Orleans, in advance of her launch party, she put out a, a poll to people to find out which drink. I think she gave them um, some options to choose from, or maybe she just asked them what drink they loved the best. Um, from from New Orleans. And so after she got the results of that, she actually went live on her Instagram about a week before her launch or a couple days before her launch. And she uh, did a tutorial video on how to make this particular drink, which was so much fun to watch. And then, and, and then gave everyone the recipe 
and encouraged them to make or bring their favorite New Orleans drink to her party. She actually brought in one of her former teachers who had heavily influenced her um, book, her writing and a talk to her teacher, which was a lot of fun. She brought in another author that she'd connected with years ago, and they've been kind of uh, accountability partners, if you will, and they discussed, you know, the book writing process and and all the things. Um, She read an excerpt from her book. We did several giveaways, and then she opened it up for questions and answers. So that was a lot of fun, you know, incorporating music. Um, We have a book launch coming up on June 1st. Linda Yamsen, and her book is a memoir of her travel to Europe um, after she visited, begrudgingly visited a psychic that was uh, gifted to her, and the psychic told her that the man of her dreams was in Eastern Europe, so (laughs) she decided to go on this big adventure to see if she could find him, and um, as a classical classically trained musician herself. She was in Budapest, which is the the home of Franz Liszt, and um, lots of great music references. She was in a chorus that that toured um, around and did some really phenomenal things. So in her book launch party, she has a classical musician who will be coming in and giving a short performance because music is so tied to the theme of her book. So I'm really looking forward to that event. And what what a beautiful experience as well to be able to come in as as a reader, as a friend, as a family member, and be treated to such a beautiful experience. If you know a musician and that makes sense with your book launch, if you have something other fun, other fun things that you can do, you can really think about the activities that will engage the people who attend and and want them to participate and get them excited and all of those things. But I really think for virtual events, it is a big combination of things that you do to bring in your online community wherever they are. So they may not all be able to attend a 7 p.m. event, especially if they're in a time zone that would put them at like three o'clock in the morning. So But if that's the case, they may be able to attend and listen to you read an excerpt live in your Facebook group or on your Facebook page earlier in the day. There may be other ways that you can join, have them join in. Okay, so that's just some of the ideas on virtual events. We're going to talk about live events, but don't forget womeninpublishingsummit.com forward slash events to make sure that you um, are signed up for our How to Smash Your Book Launch webinar. Um, if you come after the event, there will be a replay link, so you can you can get that as well. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about live events, in-person events. So again, think outside the box here. What would be fun for your community? Okay, it's really important to think about two main things. What are things that, because when you're doing a live event, you're most likely catering to your friends and family. Um, So you want to think about what would be fun for them and what is realistic for them. If you are um, a younger mom with young kids and you know that a 7 p.m. event is probably going to be difficult for them or a 9 a.m. event on a Saturday when they're all likely out at the soccer field is going to be difficult, then try to plan something else that would work best in the schedule of your friends and family. And if that's the case where you have friends with lots of children and it would be easier to have an event where they can bring their children, then you can think about how you might do that. Of course, it's going to depend on your genre, on the people who are going to most likely attend the event, on what works best best. If you have friends that really enjoy a good night out with some wine, 
You could have a, a book club and wine party and enjoy and invite them all over or have your event in your favorite bar. We did this with Casey Whitener with her book launch um, after December. We have a bar that Casey is actually also one of my neighbors. So it was really fun to to work with her as an author client but also, you know, as a real life friend, but her, um, the, the venue that she chose is about a five minute drive from where we live. It's a place we frequent often and, um, and they have a big room in there. So we coordinated how to have an event in that big, in that big room. We invited all of her friends and family. She paid for some appetizer trays. Everyone was able to get their own drink of choice. Uh, They had a big TV in there. So she premiered her book trailer, which was awesome. And she just had a great event with her friends and family celebrating the release of her book. She had a table where people could purchase the book and we had pre-ordered, um, plenty of print copies so that she had those on hand to be able to sign and sell. And it was just a lot of fun. Um, another book launch that happened a couple years ago, um, Jody Smith with the launch of Princess Monroe and Her Happily Ever After, a children's book. She partnered with an organization that supports, uh, young girls, empowering young girls. And they had a beautiful facility, a beautiful facility where they were able to have a big event. Um, she had a, a a cookie designer make cookies. Um, one of the signature things that Princess Monroe wears because she is not your average ordinary princess is her red converse. And there's also a little frog who uh, is part of the story. So she had cookies made in the shape and, 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 and decorated as little red converse and little frogs. And they were so adorable. They had big balloons. Um, she had coloring pages. It was a 6 p.m. event. So it was a family event. Um, she did a reading and they just had a really great time. And she partnered with this other organization that is a main part of her mission of empowering young girls to be strong and independent. Um, again, I mentioned Valerie and her, um, her connection with the audiology community and the event that she had with a group that helps uh, bring awareness to and support hearing loss um, uh, mission, the hearing loss mission, I suppose is a good way to say it. (laughs) And, um, and they had a a great event at that organization as well. Um, But make it fun. You know, there's lots of different opportunities. Um, One of my, uh, Good friends from college had an event where she invited all of her friends to one of our favorite bars from college and we ordered appetizers and just had a good time and she and she brought copies of her books. It was really laid back. It was a smaller event. Um, Angela Hosking, who's one of our clients and um, published the book Woman on Top, Lead Like a Lady Boss. She uh, is very well branded around the color hot pink. It's on her cover. It's on everything that she does. She rented out the clubhouse of the apartment complex that they were living at at the time and just had a beautiful, uh, a catered event. Um, uh, There were some appetizers. It wasn't a a huge expense on food, but she had a giant cake where she had the cover of her book um, printed onto the cake. Uh, Lots of hot pink balloons. She wore hot pink. She had um, t-shirts made and she sold t-shirts. She sold books. We had pink champagne. 
Queen. Um, her husband bartended, and you know it was it was just a fun event. There was a DJ, um, just really nice event. You can also partner with bookstores. So if you have a local bookstore that you love, and the bookstore would be the best place, you know, don't be afraid to go in there and ask them what would it look like to host a, a book launch event here. How can we partner together? Um, both to support you by bringing more people into your bookstore, you're talking to the bookstore owner here, um, and to support you as the author by um, by partnering together. And hopefully they'll be sharing about the event as well that will bring in people that you wouldn't have um, been able to reach before because now they're reaching out to their entire community um, and, and inviting people to come to the event. So when it comes to book launches, whether they are virtual or whether they are in-person events, I think it's important to think about two things. One, how can I make this fun? What would be fun for me and what would be fun for my friends and family for live events because they're the ones coming? What would be fun for my 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 dedicated readers? What would they want to see happen in an event? And you can ask the question. You've got plenty of time, hopefully, before your book launch. So if you're growing your audience, either on social media or through an email list or through your um, reader uh, group on Facebook or wherever you're doing that, ask them, what kinds of things would you all like to see on my book launch day? What would be exciting for you? What kind of things do you like? You can ask and see what they have to say. But think about what's going to be fun. Think outside the box. You don't have to be in a, you know, it doesn't have to be a stuffy event where everyone is formal and you have chairs and you stand up in front of them and you read an excerpt and then they can ask questions in an orderly manner and then sign books. That may be what works for you. And if that's what works for you, the very traditional book signing model, then you can do that. But for your book launch, this is the culmination of months and maybe years of hard work. Make it fun. Make it enjoyable for you, first and foremost. What is going to give you the best day? There may be some things that are a little stressful. Maybe you don't enjoy going live on Facebook. I totally get that. So practice. Go live in your reader group a few times before the event so that you've already got the experience of what that looks like and feels like. Uh, practice having a Zoom event with some of your closest friends and family just to get it nailed down. And then use some of these tools that we talked about. Wheelofnames.com for the, for the virtual giveaways. Um, music, if that makes sense. Um, you might have some other kind of giveaway. Maybe you run a scavenger hunt. Maybe this is one way that you encourage people to go through um, to go through either your social media or your book if they've received an advanced review copy or whatever you want it to do to find some things that would be fun for them to come and show up and then the person who finds the most answers wins some type of, of extra prize or something. You can do book boxes with fun things to give away that are more than just a copy of your book. So I encourage you to have fun. Think about what makes sense with your book. If there's some kind of theme you can build around your book, do that. And don't be afraid to partner with other organizations. Your book launch day is meant to be so much fun and it really can be by doing and implementing some of these things. So womeninpublishingsummit.com forward slash events. Make sure you sign up for the How to Smash Your Book Launch webinar. We'll be digging more into all kinds of strategies for prepping for your book launch, long-term and short-term. And if you're loving this podcast, we would love it if you would review us on iTunes, share us, and subscribe to the podcast. And we will see you next week. Have fun. 
thank you for joining us on the Publisher Podcast. We hope to see you back for the next episode. Great huge thanks goes to Jasmine Commerce for the use of her song. You can find Jasmine on SoundCloud. Go check out all of her music. We'll see you next time.